Hey everyone, and welcome back to the One Minute Writing Tip Podcast. Today is a special episode featuring an author guest, Brett Ridgway, who is the founder of shipyourbooks.com, a company that works behind the scenes with authors, speakers, and information marketers handling their order fulfillment. So if if you are wanting to get your books fulfilled, that he is the go-to guy. Um, he is the author of six books, including the number one bestseller, Mistakes Authors Make, also ABCs of Speaking, and the newest, Consuming Your Content. Brett, thank you so much for joining me. It's such an honor to have you on the podcast. Well, it's such a pleasure to be with you here today, and I appreciate the opportunity to hopefully share a few tips that will help your listeners out. Yeah, absolutely. So to get us kicked off, will you just share a little bit about your background and expertise in this area? Sure. I mean, it's one of those accidental things in a, in a sense, Kaylin. So back in the mid-90s, I actually put up the first portal website in the plant engineering and maintenance industry. Wow. So we were selling, back in those days, VHS tapes and books aimed at that particular niche. And so we were doing product fulfillment for our own website. So I'm going back almost 30 years now. And around the same time, I had a joint venture with a guy who decided to put on his first internet marketing conference back in 1999. And he called me up and asked me if I would handle the back sales table for him. I didn't even know at that time what back of the room meant, but I hadn't been to Las Vegas before. So it sounded good to me. So I went out and handled the back sales table for him. And that led to where we started to do the back sales table at various internet and information marketing conferences, because obviously a lot of the speakers at these events are promoters in their own right. So we were providing the crew and basically managing all the money in the back of the room. So we had a merchant account that would let us process multiple speakers, hundreds of thousands of dollars in a couple, three days. And then we take care of paying the promoter and the speaker. And, and you know, then we take a cut for providing the service. Well, I got to know a lot of the speakers in the internet and information marketing spaces. And pretty much if you could, you know, know a name in that space, we probably have worked with them or I've, you know, cross paths with them at an event. And when they found out that we were doing product fulfillment for ourselves, they decided that they wanted to find out if we could do product fulfillment for them. So one of them cornered me at an event in about 2002 or 2003 and said, hey, will you do some fulfillment for me? Because I don't want to do it. It's not the best use of my time. And I'd been thinking about it for a while because it was a natural outgrowth of all the people I had gotten to know in the industry. So we formally put the company together in 2002 under the original name Speaker Fulfillment Services. Now, Shipper Books is just one of our current brands that kind of falls under the umbrella. But that's how I kind of got involved in all this. So I've been able to look behind the scenes at what these various marketers are doing, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. So had a lot of experience, obviously, managing events, working behind the scenes, but also working with authors and information marketers, seeing what they do well and seeing what they don't do well. So that's kind of the perspective that I come from, a behind-the-scenes perspective. Wow. Okay. Um, so I can definitely hear the wealth of experience that you have with all this time, different events. And I, and that sounds amazing. It, it definitely speaks to the power of going to events and opportunities and doors that can open up just by doing what you're good at and being present in a place where other people can can learn about it. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's so true, Caitlin, that it's all about relationships in terms of building your business. And the more people that you get to know and get to know you well, the more growth that you'll have as a company, certainly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, no matter what tactics are happening or whatever, it, it always comes down to great relationships. And um, I think that translates well for 
for authors uh, because, you know, they become authorpreneurs eventually with, with whether it's fiction or nonfiction, it's still a business. Um, so that, that's, that's excellent. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of tempted to throw out some of those big names just to see which ones you've come across, but uh, <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't do that. Um, so, so as you're talking about, you know, different things that you've done and working with authors, um, talk to me a little bit more about, uh, you know, specifically on the author side, um, what what advice you would have for authors if you could have, you know, one to three words of advice um, who are thinking about pursuing this and, and they're kind of overwhelmed by the process and they're struggling with maybe first, years, what to expect. Sure. The first thing I'd like to talk about is something that I don't hear a lot of people talk about, honestly, Kelly, and that is consumability of your book. And whether you're writing a nonfiction book or a fiction book, it has to be readable. What do I mean by that? Well, picture this. I mean, like a lot of people, you go into a bookstore and you start browsing books. And if you pick up a book, because, I mean, let's face it, a lot of people like to, you know, maybe read a little bit before they go to sleep at night. And if I pick up a book in the bookstore or on my bedside table and I look at the next chapter and I see that it's 20 or 25 or 30 pages long, it's like, oh, my God, this looks like too much work. I don't want to read any of this tonight. So I recommend that you think in terms of consuming, having people consume your book in very much bite-sized chunks. I mean, I'm talking chapters that are two, three, five, seven pages long. I mean, who's the master of short chapters? James Patterson. I mean, you pick up one of his books and you read it. It's a two-page chapter. Well, I can read another one, two page, another one, three page. Next thing you know, you've read 50 or 100 pages because it's in bite-sized chunks. And whether, again, whether your book is fiction or nonfiction, think about how you're going to break it down to make it more consumable for your readers. Because obviously, if they don't read your book, they're not going to come to you for other products or services or be encouraged to buy your next book. So make it very readable by breaking it into bite-sized chunks. Yeah, that's absolutely on point. And uh, I love that you mentioned James Patterson because it's so true. I've, I've I've read some of his stuff and then I've also read other books that are very short chapters like that. And it it makes it feel like you're accomplishing something which creates momentum and you want to keep going and find out what happens next as opposed to feeling like you're trudging through and you've got other distractions going on. You're like, when does this chapter end? You know, um, so I, I definitely understand what you're saying there. Um, so thanks for sharing that. And I think that's something that can be a skill that people can learn as they practice and write more. Um, you know, you don't have to be perfect at it right now, but uh, for our listeners, you know, to keep that in mind and continue developing that and and to pay attention to the books you're reading that that you're consuming that way and how you can integrate that in your own writing. Would you agree with that? I would totally agree with that. And think also in terms of what you can do to break up your book and not just have block of text after block of text after block of text. I mean, mm. can you incorporate some diagrams or pictures or something that helps maybe explain your story? Could be a call out, could be a quote, but anything to give the eye a break from just, again, line after line after line of pure text. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and especially for nonfiction books, you know, that's where authors can break it up into sections or have specific categories that they're breaking it down into. Or, um, you know, maybe they have like listed out different, um, you know, like bullet points or whatever that looks like, depending on the topic, of course. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. So as someone is thinking about, OK, I have this book and um, and I'm in this place where I'm looking at, you know, getting it out there and, and what I can do with it. Uh, talk to me about your experience with making books go farther and and working with authors on, you know, obviously you work with them with distribution and stuff. So what does that look like for an author? What should they be thinking about? And um, what are the most important things 
that they should consider as they're looking at that? Yeah, the first thing that people need to think about is obviously the marketing of their book. And it doesn't matter what type of book it is. But most people start the marketing process way too late in the game. And whether it's a fiction book or a nonfiction book, you need to start developing that list of potential buyers of your book way in advance of your publication date. I mean, I'm talking months, a year more in advance, Mm -hmm. starting to build that list. So you need to get a website up sooner rather than later, obviously. And I encourage people, I mean, Amazon's great and most, you know, everybody should be selling their book on Amazon. But if you have any kind of platform at all, you're crazy to drive all your traffic to Amazon to buy your book. Number one, because it's Amazon's customer and not yours. So you're not capturing that reader information to market market other products or services to. But if you have a book coming out next year, what can you do now to start collecting names, email addresses of potential readers so that when the book comes out, you can blast out to them that, hey, it's now available, go to here to buy it or whatever. I mean, be thinking about, you know, a teaser audio or video or something that will get them to opt in and to want to know what that release date is to start building that list way in advance. Again, most people just wait till it's too late in the game to make the major benefit they could get from the launch of their book. And even if your book is a novel, you can start building that reader list ahead of time. Maybe you can tease them with character snippets or other things that will get them hot and ready to go that when the book's out there, they're going to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And that actually truly speaks to the power of book funnels as well. And I mean, I I love what you said about the character snippets or, you know, little short stories or um, even like I've seen people do little poems that are related to aspects of the book or whatever that looks like. So that's that's excellent. Um, And I think people should really take that and run with it and and build on it because you never know um, who it's going to reach or how far it's going to go or if they end up becoming like lifelong customers or fans, you know, which is like the the bonus, <laughs> the, the golden egg, right? Um, so that's super exciting. So what about you? Do you have anything that you're working on right now that's upcoming that you'd like to share about? Well, like the, the most recent book that came out was a book called Consuming Your Content, because if you have a message to share, there's obviously dozens and dozens of different ways that you can share that message, whether it's via a membership site, audio downloads, whatever it may be. And so the latest book, which I at this point in time, I've just put on up on Amazon is a little booklet about oh, a couple dozen different ways that people can consume your content. And what can you do to help them consume that content, whether it's like we talked about breaking the book into bite sized chunks or making your audio breaking into tracks or whatever it may be that will help them consume your content, because we can't emphasize enough if, if they don't get through your content. They're not going to come back to you for your next greatest thing. They're not going to buy that home study course or whatever it may be. So it's up to you to be proactive, proactively marketing and doing the things that you can do to help them consume that content. Hmm. Awesome. I love that you have a little booklet that that dives into that and, and really has kind of more in detail of how people can can do that with their book and with their content because you know, you mentioned it at the beginning and now it's like, Hey guys, if you want to learn how to do it, go, go get the book. Right. So, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so what, what could people, especially my listeners, authors expect by working with you and your company? Well, as we mentioned earlier, you know, we're kind of a behind the scenes partner with authors. So what they need to be focusing on is sales and marketing and, and writing that next great book or whatever and not doing the time to pack up orders, run down to the post office and all that. If you're doing that, then 
you're probably not using your time as wisely as you should. So with our clients, what we do is we actually integrate with their online e-commerce platform and so that when they get an order for a product, whether it's a book or something else, it automatically comes over to our backend system. And then orders received by noon actually ship out that same business day. So they can relax and not worry about that aspect of their business. We got them covered. Wow, that sounds amazing. And definitely like you take the pressure off for a lot of authors that are doing their own uh, shipping and fulfillment. I know I've actually done that before. And it's like, man, I have got to find a better way, right? So uh, if it's in, a, in an interruption to your day, then it's probably something that you need to get off your day. Off your day. That's right. Yeah. Get it delegated out and, uh, you know, outsourced. So that's awesome. Um, so for authors that are thinking, yes, I, I want to do that. I would love to have someone take care of that for me. Um, how can they learn more about you and ship your books and um, ultimately connect with you? Yeah, I would encourage people to hop over to shipyourbooks.com for a full view of things. On the contact page, there is a, a calendar link. If you want to just schedule a chat with me, I'm happy to chat with you for 30 minutes or so to Find out what you got going on and how we might be a fit for you or not. And I'm always happy to do things like look at people's website and offer other critiques that they might help them in their business. Wow, that's that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so for all my listeners, if you want to make your book go farther and do more for you and um, ultimately have someone else take that pressure off of you with uh, shipping your books, definitely get with Brett. Um, I will include his details in the description for everyone listening. Brett, thank you again so much for joining me on the podcast. It was so great to have you. Thank you so much. Um, for all my listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please do leave a review wherever you're listening from, and I will see you in the next one.